What's Your Deal? I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. And with me today, two glorious, radiant beings, Kate Raft and Drew Spears. Hello to you both. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks. This is real cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> Drew trying to keep it real cool right now. <laughs> Drew's looking so cool. I feel very cool. <laughs> you look He's cozy. pounding a cold brew. I'm pounding a cold brew, but I'm wearing a sweatshirt, a, a hoodie, and sweats. It's a hotter day than I anticipated, but it was very cold in my apartment. Uh-huh. It's my first time venturing outside today. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't have the option to take off the hoodie because I am not wearing a shirt mm-hmm. underneath it, which is just real unhinged. <laughs> that is, that's like, yeah, that's I that's can't. sweet, but it's psycho. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I was planning on going to the gym after this. I have a I have a shirt in my car, but like currently, I just gotta feel the heat. So uh, I th- I'm I'm gonna act like this is like when uh, like high school wrestlers have to cut weight. Uh, so that they can wrestle, they'll yeah. often wear like eight pairs of clothes and then run a bunch and try to sweat, sweat off yeah. like five or six pounds. A lot of them die doing it. Maybe I will during this record. If so, great honor to do it here. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for having You're us. You're so welcome, man. I just got so thrown back thinking about men and high men, Bo- <laughs> men in high school, uh, boys in high school wearing sweatshirts with nothing underneath is just such a like sports it's dude a, memory it's a moment in time it's so gross there's something about like uh just like yes like either a hooded jacket or a sweatshirt or something and like that and bare it. skin it's that's just... like really like college boyfriend girlfriend yeah. stuff anyone just like wearing someone else's like fleece <laughs> and like you could fleece picks up sweat in such a way it's, it's, it's a like way. when you go to a mexican restaurant and you wear a fleece and sometimes you have like the smell of someone smoking cigs but that but with just like pure fair pheromones you you can have a jacket that will have someone's odor on it for Just years for years, for I had years a, and years like, really i had a shirt from <laughs> i wonder if i stole it from my ex from in college and i swear it lingered like his scent lingered on that wow shit from far after us dating and maybe like and i would still wear it sometimes which is just really i love that. i could not get over this guy that was way back in the day I was in my early twenties. Have you ever tried to replace like a jacket like that for yourself, and then found that it just it like wasn't the same? Wasn't the same at all. I have one jacket. Like, it's, it's from an ex, you mean, or just in general? Either like a long time piece of clothing that you love, or even something something given to you. I had one American Apparel zip up jacket that I had from when I was thirteen till around the time I was twenty eight, twenty nine, oh and Damn. I tried to replace it because I mean American Apparel uh, went you know belly up. I tried to get a similar jacket, and it just didn't like have any of the same resonance for me. It didn't have that sort of uh, Linus blanket. Similarly- it, That's what it turns into because yeah. it's not, it becomes a part of you and it yeah. becomes like your teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to get that jacket back from uh, two, not exes, but like entanglements wow. where it's just oh. like, I hope I get this jacket back and it's always the last to be returned. Interesting. Mm. And it finds a way back to you. they know. The people know that it's your has your essence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it lingers. I recently Marie condoed one of my oldest American Apparel hoodies. Oh, and did I it make you feel sad? Yeah, I think I regret it now. Now yeah. that I'm hearing this, I regret it. It's a little hard with Marie Kondo, though, because I had something similar happen with this beautiful, I still miss it. It was like a blush pink sweater mm-hmm. that I had recently got. I'd only had it for like a month, and I hadn't even really worn it that much. 
but I think I wore it to a sh- some event where I like wanted someone to think I was cute mm-hmm. and it like didn't pan out or something. And so I was like, curse it's worth Like yeah, I was like, sure. I never want to wear this again. They don't like me. And I gave it away and then I really regretted it. I was like, so after it happened, I thought with condo, you have to be careful with your feelings because some of those feelings are sparking just resentment. Right. And you can keep it. The resentment will go away. Yeah. But it's when you... It's such an intense process, the Marie Kondo. Like you, yeah. you have to like, if you don't have like a strong intuitive sense <laughs> at that exact moment, like it can like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like you let go of stuff. Also, like people aren't that good at knowing what joy feels like. Yeah. like we're not living in like a happy time. Yeah, I mean, it's like, just like what is the baseline for any? Uh, it's like oftentimes it takes the absence of something to realize what it means yeah. to you. Yeah. So it's just oh, like, no. oh yeah, I can look at like a lamp every day for hours and hours but until i leave that lamp and i'm like well shit that that, that was my lamp yeah you should have to put all the marie kondo shit that you're getting rid of like just in your car and like just driving around with it for like three months just i already which, do yeah, that i know i was just yeah. gonna say that's pretty typical of people that I, are trying to give away their, their I shit just, I think. yeah i was too efficient i got rid of everything yeah, super fast yeah. is there anything that you specifically regret that that one hoodie that because yeah, it hoodie. had like holes and mm-hmm. ink stains and Aww. like it was like i was like i was probably like 14 or 15 when i got it and i got mm-hmm. it at the downtown la factory where they would have these mm-hmm. like rummage sales on sundays when I, and i would go in high school with my friends mm-hmm. It was a velveteen rabbit. It had become real. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh, rest in have paradise. Have you guys ever had like a second chance with something that you gave away or thought was gone and then it came back hmm. into your world? <laughs> I had, to, this is not exactly the same thing. <laughs> Once I gave a book to, this is totally not it, not the same thing, but I gave a book to a friend for Christmas and then later we're in Goodwill and I found that self same book in the in like the giveaway pile oh wow she'd like clearly given it away and i had my inscription in it oh shit so you knew so i knew so i just bought it that's good and kept it in my life because i i wanted to read it i remember being like i wish i wasn't giving her this book i'm trying to think if i have anything like that like a second chance i mean i give crystals away all the time and they always come back to me Yeah, I because don't. I, sometimes because like I make people give them back. Yes, to me. you are like. If <laughs> oh yeah, no. It has to be much, something like, where you, you like, haven't. If you love something, let it go, and you I let know. it go, and it came back. Mm. Like if that's worked. Mm. No. No. <laughs> Everything I let go of. Yes, but I can't gone. remember. I can't remember. Mm. But yes, that or anything that like has exited my life it wasn't something i let go of but had to be like torn from my hands oh. and i like constantly like just like <laughs> scavenged it back uh but yeah maybe i mean hmm. I'm trying there to is like one you know what there is one thing i wish i had back hmm. um i uh gave away like a lazy boy a few years ago mm-hmm. uh that i had since i was like 13 mm-hmm. and uh i I gave it to a friend and I kind of miss it. I kind of miss that lazy boy. I realized that like, I mean, you have to grow up at a certain point. You can't just have like (laughs) boy things and like, and also like that chair wasn't getting a lot of play. Uh, but it's just like, well, I what if I want to sit in that chair again? Yeah, I have to go over to my friend's apartment and act like I'm not like resentful. So, so you're still friends with this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The friends. <laughs> so you I mean, they, sit on it at any it was time. In, yes, that is true. I can go visit it. Um, <laughs> you can visit your lazy boy. 
Yeah, maybe I will. You should. I'm going to go should. visit like, my lazy boy. Yeah. I'm going to go it's, do yeah, that. I mean, to me, it seems perfect because on some level, you didn't want it anymore. Yeah. And you probably want it about as much times as you would go over and see your friend. No? Yes. Okay. So yes, but the problems I mean, I think, could be solved quickly. You know, I'm very bad about that sort of like, well, you weren't <laughs> using it. But it's like, well, what if I do want to? What, what, but what if now? Like, right, right. I am very much that like child who giving away toys, like will like want to play with it again and be like, yeah. well, maybe this is maybe yeah. this is my favorite thing in the world. I don't know. Yeah. I made Jack get rid of his like lazy boy styled chair, and you know, I should maybe I should have let him keep it. Did he feel sad about it? He really didn't want to part with it. It made it through like two moves, and then I was like, okay, we don't have enough room for it anymore. Like, throw it in the alleyway, and then I saw it in the alleyway for like a week, just slowly get like torn apart. Like someone <laughs> would take a cushion, Aww. another person would take a cushion. I was like, oh, like no one took the whole chair. And now it's just this like half chair and it made me sad. It was sad to watch it deteriorate. It's weird to give away like larger things. Like that's always like couches. Yeah. Um, I recently, <clears throat> I had had a car for a while that was basically that my dad owned. And I'm not, that, I'm not close with my dad like at all. And there were, I, I, after the, cause he had like voted for Trump and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I how are we going to have a relationship? Like, this is ridiculous. But I was still driving his car and I wanted to get rid of the car. Like, I was like, I don't want to have this, like, emblem of our relationship anymore. You th were you afraid that the car was going to, like, Christine you into, like, a Trump conservative? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, this car was, like, haunted. Like, it, yeah. like and it was hard to not take the, what the car was doing personally. Like, mm. it felt very, like... I get that. You know, cars can no. be haunted. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, cars have energy and like have personality. I mean, first of all, they have faces. We all know. They have little eyes. Oh, you're so they right. Have little I eyes. never thought about face. that. Hello, ever seen cars? Have you ever seen the Chevron commercial? <laughs> that came, they, those came before okay. cars. Let's let's settle an argument right now. What are a car's eyes? On the count of three, let's all say okay. it. Let's oh, keep on the same okay, way. Okay, answer. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Windshields. It's windshields. No. Cars' eyes are their windshields. Windshields? There's no, there's, that makes they're no not sense. Cyclops. Yeah, no. It's oh, just, I see what you're saying, though. I kind of get it. Headlights, headlights are cheeks. Grills mm. <laughs> are mouth. There's actually only one right answer. Well, no, no, but I see what you're saying that, like, okay, I see what you're saying. So, like, the, the windshield and then you put the eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, the, the I, eye, I yeah, get it. It's okay. kind of in there. So for me, they're the lights. Well, then in, what's in there my, now? In my life and well, in my world, I think, I mean, the I think you and I are right. Like, when they, it's awake, they look like, uh, yeah, they When it's awake, they turn on. When it's asleep, they turn off. And also there's those cars that have the things go up and down like eyelids. And then yeah. people put eyelashes on Yeah, those. but I, I just, they're, they're cheeks. And when they light up, it's like you're blushing. And oh, because it's just like otherwise, I don't like where that. would their mouth be? Everyone can have different beliefs. I, I, My beliefs no, are, are no, better this than is yours. Wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. This is what the war on Christmas is all about. Oh my god! Uh, so, did you tell your dad? I mean, or were you just not? Oh, okay, speaking so what happened was, so we had a fr we had had like a fraught relationship, and then it was it's kind of funny when he voted for Trump. There was almost a sense of like, thank God, like finally there's something I can point to to you be like later, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. it's fine. Like I wouldn't have to like explain a bunch of shit. Just be like. Here's one example of why I don't want to be in contact with this person or whatever. Um, but I wanted to get rid of this car. And, of course, it's, like, a large thing. And, you know, I'm not – I wasn't, like, wealthy or anything. So it was, like – it was scary to me to get rid of 
And of course, always hanging over my head was this idea that maybe it would be my car someday and then maybe I could sell it. And get, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like that the narratives you get into when you don't want to let go of a bad relationship or whatever. Right. And you just like tell yourself little lies of how maybe you could stick around with it. And so eventually, and I've had weird stuff happen with cars my whole life. I've been in like 20 car accidents, but not me driving. Oh, wow. Like just like. Different drivers every time. Different drivers, bad accidents, like two accidents where I should just be dead, where like the <gasps> car rolled Jesus. and stuff like that. Oh, my God. And um, when I decided to sort of like stop talking to my dad and sort of like move away from ha- having him support me in any way, basically. And I started to do a delivery service where I was like, you know, delivering pieces and stuff like that. And so I was in my car like constantly and all and I couldn't stop thinking like it's still my dad's car. Like I'm not really free. And all this weird stuff was happening with the delivery and all this stuff. Um, so eventually uh, I stuff would keep happening with the car. People were driving into the car like over and like three times someone just drove into the oh car while God. it was parked. Wow. So like I was at a gas station and someone just drove into it. And this kept happening over and over again. And eventually, I can't exactly remember what the turning point was. But one day I was like, I, I can't I can't have this car anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it back. I'm ready. I'm just going to yeah. do it. I'm just going to cut the cord. And I went to go turn the car on and the battery was dead, which is weird, but whatever. But the thing that was really scary was I took the key out and I stood, stood out and the headlights, the cheeks or the eyes, if you will, began to flicker and flash mm. as if it was Whoa. calling like an animal gasping and dying on its last oh breath. My God. And it was so scary and weird. Like it was I took a video of it just to be like, how is this wow. happening? Because my key wasn't in the. And of course, there's some answer, you know, like, oh, this is what happened on the battery, blah, blah, blah. But part of me also was like, I just decided that I wasn't yeah. going to like have this car anymore. And it seems so like, you know, like calling out no don't do it oh my god it was so spooky and scary that's really spooky yeah i mean i've had unexplained things happen with cars before my last car was like dying for a year like maybe a year and a half before i finally like threw up my hands it would just like the engine gave out on the 101 while Mm -hmm. i was driving and like i just by the grace of god was able to like i also couldn't brake and i was just like (gasps) able to get off at an off turn at a complete stop but then like that car like would would like die all the time and like i would be looking online and people would be talking about this car this car model like catching fire (laughs) like and like i was just like trying i was trying to get the enough bad things to happen to it that they would limit it because you can limit even like an older car Mm -hmm. it's like a certain amount of like times that they try to fix it but can't or get this uh car just to be bought back but it never happened and like to lemon a car was that that means like you know due to some sort of mechanical error this car is a lemon it's just a dud Mm -hmm. so like oh i see like it's not your fault yeah it's well it's the fault of the manufacturers and they're supposed to do like a arbitration to oh and you get like you you get paid for that nice and i was hoping for that but like it was really a moment of surrender when i was like no stop stop trying to like push this car because it's like i was putting myself in danger i mean that's what's that's what's scary i was so stubborn where i was just like I was like ready to like start like doing like lawsuits and stuff like that, which would have been like really tough. And like I would have to go through Florida because that's where I purchased this car. And like just the final surrender of being like, 
stop it. Like it's like yeah. you're able to like like to turn like trade this car in and get a new car at a different dealership and you won't ever have to see it again. Or you can like wait until this car dies and maybe you as well. So like it's just like <laughs> oh my, my stubbornness can take me to that point where like I want to like just dig my heels in and be proven right and I have to be like through God or whatever you want to call it, acts of fate, I need to be shown my that I need to be humble <laughs> and I need to accept that like, well, yeah, that car was ready to like not be yours anymore and by your just like holding onto it, you were just constantly putting yourself in more turmoil. Mm, that's interesting. I had a, I have, I'll make this quick, but I have another magic car story. Mm-hmm. And it's that I had decided to um, get rid of my car because Jack and I share a car now. It's easier because we both work from home, so we don't need two cars. So I was going to give my Hyundai back. It was on a lease. The lease was up. And what kind of I, Hyundai are we talking? Hyundai Elantra. Nice. Good Hyundai. Classic Hyundai Elantra. Big fan of the Hyundai Elantra, by the way. It, was, it served me very well. I got, this was like my third Hyundai Elantra that I had or something. Anyway, so I was, I was giving it away or back to the dealership. Um, and it like wouldn't start just like your story. Like I was about to drive it to return to, it yeah. and it wouldn't start. No. And then I called AAA and this guy comes and is like, Listen, like there's, it's not working. Or the ba- I don't know why it's not starting because like everything looks fine. The battery isn't even dead. Oh and no, so, I don't like that one. Bit. And then he's like, "I have this weird thing where like sometimes like if I just start the car, like people have said I have like this ability to start cars." He's like very. Okay. He doesn't seem kooky. Right. He seems very grounded. No, I love this guy. He's like, he's like, why don't I just try it? Okay. Like. I say, I'm like, are you saying you're like magic? And he's like, I don't know. I don't want to say. Like, he was like very like like resisting saying he was magic, but like implying that he was magic. He's just a tow truck driver for AAA, which is like probably the best job to have if you're magic. So he like, (laughs) he he turns my car on and it's fine. It works. I had tried it like all week to get it to start and it wouldn't start. Like I had put this off for a while. I was like, well, I'll return it later because I can't. I don't want to deal with it. He had the magic touch. I mean, there is so much that goes on with cars. In tarot, there's a a card that represents cars, the chariot. Maybe it'll come up when Mm -hmm. we're talking. It represents your will. It represents hard control and really like um, the healthy adult. So. Well, and that, that's interesting that it's transportation because, like, a one-to-one individualized relationship with your transportation is relatively new. I totally. Mean, the yeah. idea, I mean, it's, like, around a 100-some-odd years idea that you have the ability to, like, get in and only take you to one space. And I wonder if that's, like, why we now have, like, such a, like, these haunted associations Absolutely. with cars. It's, it's just, like, Avatar, like... We used to I, not you. have because you wouldn't have that with like a. Tr- I mean, maybe you would have that with like a ship. I know some like people think like Queen Mary and things like that are haunted, but they, there's this really intimate like, and it, it, it's as really much interesting as with a that horse. it's yeah. yeah that it's about control because it used to be yeah you have to physically control a horse which is a living being. Aren't all vessels of all types alive? It's really fucked up to start to think that you have a relationship with just everything. 
Like that's oh, yeah. it's that's the thing that but really every, messes but, everything up. But you do. Of course you yeah. do. But you do. That's the problem. But you do. It's such a problem. I've been watching so much Below Deck, which is a reality <laughs> show about super yachts. And every time I see you, you tell me about Below Deck. That yeah. show. You, you talk about it quite it's a bit. It's the show. I I'm sorry. Until everyone I know is watching it, I won't <laughs> shut up about it. Anyway, I think about how like you know how you have to call like. All the passengers on a boat are called souls. Really? And yeah, that's like a thing. Wow, I that's love a that. thing in boating. Is like mm. you you say like we have some X amount of souls mm. aboard, and like ships all have like names, and they're all like women. It's like you have to like christen them in a certain way. Like boats are an interesting thing. Wow. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna read the tarot of Drew Spears and Kate Raft. So excited! Can't wait. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We are sitting with Kate Raft and Drew Spears. We're going to have a little conversation with my tarot deck. So I don't think I said this at the top. Drew Spears and Kate Raft have a podcast called This Podcast is Self-Care. That's correct. And I was on the podcast talking about my morning routine. Mm-hmm. Remember at one point, which I was pretty tongue-in-cheek about. If I, no, I think everything was said 100% seriously. <laughs> everything on our show is real. Uh, it's a sincere People don't part. say that they're confused by the tone of the podcast <laughs> and how it whiplashes from very sincere and very serious to like, clearly you're kidding. Yeah. And okay. it, it's it's very like easy for the audience right. to okay. follow. Great. I'm glad people, that- I- People definitely know that Drew and I have a consistent tone. We don't shift to whatever our guests' tones are. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always 100% serious <laughs> about self-care. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys are a little familiar with tarot. So, and you've met my deck before. Yes. Know. Okay, so why don't you guys... So what I want you to do, Drew, shuffle this a little bit. Okay. Please. So Drew's going to be shuffling the cards around a little bit. Okay. Excellent. And then pass it off to Kate. So we're saying hello. Saying hello. Hello to the deck. Kate's now having it a bit of a shuffle. Hello. It has a nice weight to it. It feels like more serious than holding like a playing deck of cards. Yeah, they're so big and they're so clumsy. You have to be really deliberate with them. Hi, deck. You're saying hi. You got a nice set of cards here, deck. So whenever you're ready, then you can just like set them down on the table there. Okay. So why don't you have a little convo? You guys can say hello, and then you can flip okay. a card, and I'll see what it says. We're going to see if it wants to have chit-chat with you. Hello. Hey, how's it going? So any card? Mm-hmm. Flip it over. Let's see what it says. Who we got? Oh, my God, how cute. It's all three of us here. It's oh, the three of pentacles. Love Ooh. it. That's so cute. Okay, it, are you going to go into that card or uh, should I grab? It's saying, well, I'll just say what it's saying first. Okay. It's like, here we all are doing a podcast. Love it. Uh, two of you are on, like, it's funny. It's like two of you are on one side, I'm on over there on the other. It oh, really is. Looking, looking down at you guys. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> uh, and it's funny, too, because it means we're, it's like not hanging out as friends. It's literally like this hanging out. It looks like it is like. It matches work. our genders. It does. It's wow. Weird. It's this really is, weird. This is pretty freaky. <laughs> it's really weird. That's really freaky. So it's like, hi, guys. I guess we're all hanging out. Okay, that's sweet. It's okay. like a man and a woman talking to a woman. Yeah, it's really weird. I feel like <laughs> I need to grab the one immediately okay. below it. Are you asking I think, or you're just saying hi? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying hi. Okay. Just seeing Say what's hi. going on. Oh, okay. interesting. So the two of swords reverse. So it's a little snarky of my deck, mm. I feel. It's like... 
letting down the guard. It's like, oh, someone else is reading me? I suppose I'll let them in. Like, it's yeah. sort of like, oh, let nice. me slip into something a little more comfortable. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Because usually sure. it's this picture of her. She's blindfolded and she has her swords across her chest, which usually means, like, nothing gets in and nothing gets out. I'm going to be very, like, I'm not going to take in external circumstances. But when it's reversed, it's like, maybe I'll let my swords down. And we'll, mm. no, I like that. It's a little... Uh, Unfold so, me. It's an <laughs> <laughs> so if you want, you guys can ask the deck some questions and then... Just like anything? Yeah, you can ask about anything. You can have a little chit-chat. I mean, I have a job interview after this. Oh, oh fascinating. Like, so it is on my mind. Okay. I feel like I would be mistaken if I didn't right. just get that out there. Very interesting. Get that out there. Okay. I don't know what my question is. Mm -hmm. I, I don't... I mean, I don't know. Usually for stuff like that, I would be like, oh, what do I need to know yeah. about this? What do I need to like know that? about this, this job interview no. that I have? I'm going to go with this one sticking okay. right out. Okay. What does she have to say? Wow. Reverse lovers. This says, um, God, that's a really like intense card to see for a job interview because it's so usually about relationships and like your personal philosophy, hmm. stuff like that. Could you please pull... Um, two clarifying cards to go on top there and see what it says. Interesting that they're reversed too. It's almost like the deck is like showing me, trying to show me. Okay, great. Oh, how, what beautiful cards you're getting here. Uh, it is asking you, so, okay, I see what's going on. Okay, so the deck is reversed. It's like facing me. So um, it's saying to you, actually, this is awfully, this is pretty like great. Like the star, the six of, wands and the lovers the six of wands literally is victory oh wow. wow yeah the star is like a new hope piece like even though you don't see what's happening yet like you're on the right path it's like yeah. terribly terribly positive the lovers is the one that i would think about for this job interview it's really asking you to um connect with your heart yeah like really really don't be afraid to share your personal philosophy okay with these people because for better or for worse, it's going to take you down the right path. You know what yeah. I mean? If they click with you, fine. If not, it's going to send you where you need to be. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So don't try to... This do, this doesn't seem like a situation where you should try to like conform to what they are looking for, if that makes sense. That's so... There's just a very specific conversation I had with Joan about this meeting because she met Please with the share. same people. <laughs> and she was basically like... They're going to ask you a question about whether you prefer like comedy or writing like action sequences. And I was like, well, I feel like I have to say both because I want them to like me. But truthfully, like action sequences or like whatever, I'd rather I'm a comedy writer. So I prefer to write comedy. And she mm -hmm. was like she I was like. I was like, I'll, I'll just say I like like to do both. And Joan was like, no, it's okay if you just say comedy. Like, they have, like, different types of scripts that they're giving out. So. Totally agree. So maybe this is, like, about that conversation. Because it's, so. like, kind of about me bullshitting versus me being, like, honest. Yes. It seems to, it's beyond honesty. It's, like, your passion. It's, yeah. like, truly share your passion. Not just, don't just be honest. Share your passion. Wow. Yeah. That's it's really interesting. That resonates. Timing, yeah. yeah, and it's giving you big like, have Yay. fun, like enjoy, like <laughs> so you crazy. know. I can't necessarily say like, yes, you're gonna get the job, but it's like you're on the right path. Like it's very like, yeah. keep on going. You know, it's leading you somewhere you want to go. Somewhere it's interesting. Interesting. What about you, Drew? Um, <clears throat> I guess I've been 
kind of struggling with the changes of season and feeling like there's not enough time, but also at the same time, like feeling like just like very much like I've been kind of in const in that like autumn winter like now's the time things slow down uh -huh. and like you know you're like I feel depleted of energy mm -hmm. I feel just like very like not I don't I don't feel unmotivated but I do feel like just like getting going is tough so mm -hmm. I I'd like some guidance on like this time of the year and like uh personal uh ambition if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Okay. So okay. what do you need to know about the upcoming months, basically? Like hand yes. handling fall and winter? Yes. Basically? Okay. And how is that related to your ambitious desires? Mm -hmm. Okay. So go ahead on your okay. side there. First, we've got the Ace of Swords. Very okay. nice. Okay. Draw yourself another. It's, I like that it's facing you now. Okay. Uh -huh. Next. Put it, put it actually. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's right. And one more. Okay, so it's basically saying that um, this is going to uh, challenge. A a swords are usually challenges because they represent mm -hmm. the mind, which is where we have our challenges, is what Tarot tries to push <laughs> as a philosophy. Aces are positive. There's really no negative way to swing an ace. Okay, it's um, a pure dose of its suits, like divine gift. So, and there aren't that many positive swords cards, to be honest. Um, so what this does is kind of creates this portal for you to um, have great clarity of purpose mm -hmm. and face the challenge of the months to come, basically. It's saying, like, if this actually might be challenging, mm -hmm. but you have the resolve to to deal with it, basically. And it seems like what the challenge is going to be reverse knight of cups and reversed two of pentacles are somewhat similar in that um they both have when the, the knight of cups is a very romantic personality it's mm -hmm. very like um loving personality cups represents your heart and uh knights are obsessed with their suit they're like teenage energy they're into extremes um so this knight is obsessed with emotions and obsessed with poetry have you did you pull the Knight of Cups maybe in the last time? I maybe you I feel like you maybe got a cups card when we That's possible. I think it's possible. Oh no, you're a Pisces. That's uh, what it I is. am a Pisces, got yes. It. Okay. So you know the water, the the world of water, <laughs> water world. Um that's what cups represents basically. It's just like emotions and like um the world of love and imagination. And introspection. There's like a lot of introspection that goes on with this guy. But again, it's a it's an extreme. So when it's reversed, it's like that sort of like tendency to fall into depression or tendency to sort of feel the malaise that you're kind of mm -hmm. talking about. And that about. is yeah, very much what I feel is just like the 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 thaw gloom. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's like the chat. The Knight of Cups reverse is very much seasonal affective disorder. Like that's mm -hmm. totally that that type of feeling. Um, and then the reverse two of Pentacles. Basically, what I'm seeing here, so. Two of Pentacles, when it's upright, is this clown that's like juggling these two pentacles. And pentacles represents the material world. So it's like kind of the ambitions that you're talking about. So your money, job, mm -hmm. tangible stuff. And usually two of Pentacles is like a freelancer that's doing two jobs at once or like balancing a bunch of mm -hmm. different stuff. And he does it with a smile on his face. He like whistles while he works and stuff like that. Um, 
and when and his most important thing is that he stays flexible and like rolls with the tides mm-hmm. essentially so um when it's reversed there is a bit of inflexibility like he 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 sort of loses that ability to like be supple with whatever he's rolling with but i think these two can actually serve each other because right we've got an extreme with the heart and with mm-hmm. water and emotions and then we have an extreme with earth pentacles which is like rigidity and these two seem need to kind of come together to create something more like i guess the word would be like fertile if i'm thinking of like the soil of the pentacles and then the water of the cups and it like creates this sort of like okay that that makes a lot of sense i mean it sounds like some of it is just like like maybe the like i'm having an inability to be flexible with like how i perceive like uh challenges or roadblocks even if it is just like the passage of time we all know that things slow down and and like around thanksgiving (laughs) so it's just like well drew you can't really i mean even though i have this this urge yeah, yeah even though i have this urge to like get some sort of security or like because yes. it's also like I'm getting married next year and I'm yes. like you know thank you so much and I'm very excited but I mean it is just like the tangible like realities of that when it comes to money and time yeah. is there and I think there's that like desire of being like well okay so I need to find the security yes and so maybe that's just like well you need to also remind yourself that like when you have put this external pressure on yourself in the past it has led me down like to some depressive states or yes. anxious states well when i've always like followed passion and like joy i have found myself much more fulfilled yeah so maybe it's just like even though like some of my ang- anxious alarm bells are ringing i need to remind myself that that's just what my brain does yes and there's definitely things you can do now that are more honoring wintertime mm-hmm. rather than stuff you do in the spring. Like you, you want to wait till the spring to do a bunch of shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's the time. Like that's when everyone's like riled up and ready to go. Like just metaphorically speaking. With winter, it's more like, and I think that's partially with the challenges with swords to like reconstruct this idea of instead of being like, I'm lazy and inflexible. It's more like being like, seeing the the knight of cups and the two pentacles is sort of below the surface and now is the time to help um guide them nurture them while they're still underground if that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense that's the stuff that's gonna come up for you in spring Mm -hmm. romance and flexibility nice you know what i mean and also security like pentacles is security so love and security what you crave is going to you'll have faith that it's on its way and do what it would take now if if you were planting these two things in a garden, like how, and you knew they were gonna come up in springtime, if all went goes according to plan. I mean, it sounds like it gets back to patience. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. <laughs> patience Which is and tough. faith. That's a tough <laughs> thing to like. Uh, I mean, I think especially when you're like a comedian, things like that. Like it is just like now, 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 now. Give all me the now. Time. Give me now. Give Always me now, now. Give me now. Always now. Yeah. And like patience has been something that like. I've always like associated like if I if I can't have it immediately then is it worth having and the answer yeah. is yes of course it is yeah. like you can't you can't change circumstances daily and I I have tangible concrete proof of that in other aspects of my life where I've seen like you know change come very slow but consistently uh, so maybe I just need to remind myself like change comes at like incremental paces and like the work you do when you don't see immediate results, it's just as valuable. Absolutely. Okay. 
And I think too, I mean, it can push your monkey comedian brain a little bit. It's like, now is all we have. Like you always have now or whatever. Like you can always tap into that. Yeah. Be like the future is a is a illusion or whatever. You practice time traveling this winter. Yeah. I'm certainly okay. going to. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to time travel. I'm a cancer, so I'm going back. I'm going back. Hey, we're going to a new decade. <laughs> I had no, you know what's so weird? I had no idea where you're going with that. When I'm you said back. you were a cancer, I was like, where is she going with going this? Back in time. Do cancers normally like time travel? But then when you said going back, I was like, oh, wow. That's a great astrology joke. That's like one of the better astrology jokes I've ever I don't I've entirely ever understand heard. it. Can you guys explain it? Cancers are nostalgic. They are the oh keepers God. of the roots. They I'm are the so keepers nostalgic. of the family of security. I of literally have a past. file folder called Jack's Memories. <laughs> keep Jack's memories for him. Wait, what sort of memories? Like his this is, this like disgusts me, letters that he's gotten and like, you know, his like this ID badge funny. from when he worked at the Oscars. And this like, is very funny. It's hilarious to do it for somebody else. <laughs> I'm like, let me be the keeper of your memories. I'm obsessively nostalgic. Like it's I have I have of different file folders for myself. I have my twenties, my childhood, and like high school and college. And then I have a chest from my childhood in my garage. And Lovely. then I have a closet just for nostalgia clothes that I keep in my like with my <laughs> office supplies. <laughs> it's psycho. <laughs> I I really I, my mom is a cancer, and it's so funny because I feel like when she's looking at me, sometimes she's like nostalgic for a baby that's no longer there. Ah! Sometimes. <laughs> I really, um, I love. I was like, I'm nostalgic mm, for when you were so, a baby too. You're so sweet. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> God, that's oh so funny. God. Um, I love it. I love you don't it. ever view like. Uh, see, I guess maybe this is me, but like for me, past is something to outrun. Like, just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, no, I I love like I am so in the past all the time. I'm always like. I'm always like, oh, I got to remember, like, Jack, like, oh, I love, like, looking at your face right now. I'm going to try to remember this, like, forever. Like, I'm so dramatic. Like, That's so nice. I, I need to, I, I think I, I just always, like, look at the past as, like, failures and lost opportunities and things like that. Instead of being like, oh, it's Aww. gotten me here. And it's like, well, yeah. this go. is great. I Aww. love the past. I love, I love, I'm so nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, I've had some, like, very happy times, you know. I've been lucky. I only have a little bit of bad baggage back there somewhere i you know it's i do keep the memories from the bad times as well <laughs> is that in a different file no warning. uh yeah i mean it's like in a different i i keep those things in closed envelopes mm. i love that you guys have come together these two friends one looking forward and one looking back obviously here to bring each other into the present so true oh, jack's gosh. also allergic to nostalgia he like Can't actually it. i think he has like he deletes memories like as soon as he gets them oh, like I his memory like is that. so bad like he doesn't remember anything i'm like i always have to be like jack like tell me about our first date i had to like, quiz him on it and like make him like try to remember it so that he like can keep it in his memory i'm like training him i get that though it'd be so weird to be like with someone you're like do you know how i got here like yeah. do you know why we're together do you yeah. remember why <laughs> i'm so annoying about it but i really do now, quiz him on nostalgia sentimental relationship stuff i'm very good oh, at okay that's like, sweet but now this is this is this is funny. This is synchronicity. This happened when I was getting this <laughs> thing of Groundworks cold brew coffee. Sorry to say the brand. Um, <laughs> I leave the gas station. I immediately see someone. Someone's just like, "Hello, hey, Drew," oh. and my mind blanked. And it took me thirty seconds until the person gave me context 
This was someone I had dinner with on Thursday. Oh no! <laughs> and it's just because I did. That's I mean, it was, right. a, it was a friend of my fiance, so it's not like I know them super well. And I, but so, and it's just like, oh, I had I've been like three hours wow. looking at this person directly, having conversation, being present. Oh my and god! And then all it took Yikes, was dude. like four days for this person, just because like they weren't in a like a restaurant like booth for me to be like. <laughs> like Are just, you like not a super visual person? Um, I feel like I, I feel like I see you as a visual person. I think I'm a visual person. I think it just like it's just like a little bit of context will give me a lot. I mean, d- this is gonna sound vain. I realize that like I'm kind of a weird, distinct looking person. And you feel like you get remembered all the time. You let other people remember you. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't okay. feel like I let other people remember they me. They just do. It's just like I need like it's like I when especially when it's like oh I haven't. Like been like, oh, this is someone you might see in the world. Yeah. Like, like bank this one, baby. Bank this one. Bank you're it. gonna see them. You might see them without your fiance being like, we're going to dinner with my friend now. <laughs> and oh my god, it it was just like terrifying. It's so like funny. that was four days ago. I was like, I was like driving in my car, being like, oh my god, no, 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 no. <laughs> and it, it's bad. I don't know how. What you guys? How do you guys remember people specifically? I forget people like, all the time as a tool. Oh God! I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, you know, here's how I remember people. I add the I add everyone on social media. Oh, everyone I possibly okay. can that I see suggested to me. I add everyone. Add I accept every friend request because that is how I remember people's names. Like I know so many people in comedy's names just because I've like I've added everyone on That's fucking That's Facebook. Nos- That's nostalgic and cancery to me as well. I add everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I join every Facebook group. You ask me to like your page for your business, I'll like it. <laughs> but but see, okay. But like see that's a context though. I'll give another example. Uh your last guest, Jamie, someone mm-hmm. I know socially um, but I see her mostly on social media. It took me like a minute or two to be mm-hmm. like, "Oh yes, Jamie. Okay, yes, perfect." She's gonna be upset that you think so much. I just, it, but it's just like it's just like That's so I, interesting. Am, it's like she's context. she's someone who I feel like is like unmistakable. Yeah, no, I agree. But it's just like context for me is everything in what I notice. And if it comes out like you know, it's that like. I could run into my best friend at Target. I would be terrified. You know, I am like that. Like, oh, person where it's like, it's is it that Truman Show thing of like just like expecting people to be at the places that they are like supposed to be, and then like I get out of sorts. I don't know. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. bad. I I don't like it. Like I said, ran into someone I had dinner with four days ago, and I could not place. That's them. so bad. Drew. It's terrible. That's so bad. It's really bad. <laughs> I think you guys will be good first experiments for my time traveling experimentations. Ooh. What 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 is your intentions with the time traveling? I would love to tell you more, but we have to wrap up. So I'll talk- <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> so uh we'll talk about it off the air. But time travel is something I'm interested in and that's something that I'm going to start um bringing up more often as we get and you guys are going to be you can be my first I feel like I'm very I'm I feel like I, I'm so ready to hear more about great. this yeah. can't wait I feel Same. it in my bones great. I feel like I'm already time traveling great can't wait you are yeah, I mean there we're looking go. at a clock and we're seeing exactly. time mm-hmm. fluctuate and it could <laughs> at any point decrease we don't know that would be amazing if I could make that happen right now but I don't think that I can man I, I would feel so cool if I could all right anyway <laughs> where do you guys uh, how can people find you on social media and where Kate will for sure add you. <laughs> I will. I mean, I add almost everyone. And I, you know, 
90% of people a lot. 98%. Ooh, that is really but hurtful sometimes, for the 2%. Sometimes I won't add. I don't know why. It's all it's it. all intuitive. Yeah, no, okay. that makes a lot of sense. Um, You can find our podcast at This Podcast is Self Care, uh, wherever you get uh, podcasts on Twitter, where This Pod Self Care, on Instagram, where This Podcast is Self Care. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com backslash This Podcast is Self Care, where we do extra episodes and miniseries we're currently doing a thanksgiving miniseries called pod friends friendsgiving where we interview all of our favorite pod friends about friendsgiving i'm at drew spurs on twitter and that's where you can find out about any other ancillary projects spurs Spurs. like what's on the boot like the nba team in san antonio um i'm at kate raft c-a-i-t raft Like like a boat and um I have a show on December 12th at UCB Sunset called Red and Yellow, Two Dumb Fucking Bitches Do a Sketch Show. It's really good. I'm doing it with Joan Ford, who I mentioned earlier. So that's my main plug. Just come to the show if you live in L.A. um, or fly in for it. Yeah, check it out. It's going to be very funny. I'll probably be there. Yeah. Do meet and greet with Ariana in the audience. (laughs) Bring, bring Bring me up on stage. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening, and we will see you next time. 